Okay, so Baruch Hashem, we had all an amazing Rosh Hashanah, it was fire, and now we're in the uh, time of Aseret Simei and Yom HaKippurim is rapidly approaching. So we need to start making real practical steps of Avoidah, and learn how to actually do the Avoidah on Yom Kippur, thank you. How to understand the vidui, how to relate to it, really to chop what's going on, you know? So hopefully, with the help of Hashem, over the next couple of days, I'm going to be printing out papers to outline for the boys different things to think about and uh, different ways to actually approach Yom Kippur. As we get closer, we're going to try to teach you how to make a resolution that actually works, that actually makes a difference. We're going to try to understand the concept of tshuva, how doing a little bit, which we're going to do a little bit, is considered enough to get the tire of Yom Kippurim. We have to understand that, what the lumdis in that is, right? So we got a lot of work that um, stands before us. So now... Today, step one, I want to try to give you a very important yesoid which people skip over. They like to go, people like to go straight into the meat and potatoes, you know? They like to go straight to the beef and start working on all these big averot or big problems that they have. The problem is that if you don't have a foundation in avoidah, then everything you do it's not going to be anything. It's just going to fall down the first second you're faced with a challenge. You understand? If you build a building without a foundation, your building is worthless. So saying you're not going to do something again, or making a cabal on something, and making a resolution, and all that kind of stuff, is very nice, but it won't stand if there's no general foundation to avoid. So I think that the first step... And maybe for most of us, this can be the entire avoid of Yom Kippur. If we learn how to to do this properly and see how the vidu is connected to this. But the first thing is we have to review what the Mesilai Sharim said. Yesoida Chasidus Avoida, the foundation of piety and the root of Avoida. Ha'avoida ha'temima, proper, wholesome, straight avoida. She is barer that it should be clear. We amet and it should be true. We should feel that it's hundred percent true. What's his purpose in life, and what should be his life's endeavor? Magamato, his endeavor, which means there has to be a point. That's the central point of your life. And this is the reason why you're here. This is the mission. This is the endeavor. And everything revolves around that point. Otherwise, even your Torah and Mitzvot are going to be considered random. Which I have to explain to you all these disciples. Random Torah Mitzvot. It's not contributing to building this tremendous edifice that you're supposed to be building. You have to have a foundation, you have to have a direction, 
You have to have an endeavor. And then your Torah Mitzvah is contributing the bricks to the edifice, to the building that you're building. Otherwise, just random Torah Mitzvahs. And obviously, you're going to do a lot of Averis. But I want to show you how deep this Yisait is. Ramchal and a few of his Svarim, not only Masil Zashrav, and other Svarim of his, he says something very powerful. First of all, one of his Svarim, he says, a principle. Kol poil beratzen, any voluntary act, poil letachlisma, has to be for a certain purpose. That means if you're doing a voluntary act, your mind already has a purpose. The ratzon was created already before the action. The action is second. Okay? And based on this principle, Seals Yisharim in one of his books writes that every single voluntary act in this world is either a mitzvah or an aver. See, you thought mitzvahs and aver was only tariyag mitzvahs or the averas and the Torah and the shulchan aruch. Seals Yisharim says every voluntary act is either a mitzvah or an aver. That means you can be going on the treadmill which is a voluntary act, and you can be getting a mitzvah, and if you're getting a mitzvah, it means your midot are getting better, and you're making tikkunim in the bria, and you're becoming closer to Hashem just from going on a treadmill. Why? Because if the voluntary act is to bring you to the purpose of life, if it's contributing, if it's part of your building, if it's part of the binyan, if it's part of a binyan, it's a mitzvah. So again, like we said, you're building, you have a foundation, you're trying to build something. You're trying to build the Odom HaSholem. You're trying to build a person who's Dovuk Bashem. You're trying to build a person who does Avdus of Hashem. He's a Shutif, he's a partner with Hashem and the Bria. You're building such an edifice, right? So if that edifice requires treadmill, because a human being has to have health and be, uh, you know, his mind should be good and he should be healthy and strong. If that's what he needs towards his binyan, then going on the treadmill becomes a mitzvah. Just like tefillin's a mitzvah. Going on a treadmill can be a mitzvah. You see, a very important, how deep this yisait is. Because we're saying that even if you do real Torah mitzvah, commandments, but if you don't do them as part of a endeavor and part of building your, your, your building, that's also random. But now we're saying if you do have a goal and you do have an endeavor, then even a random act becomes a mitzvah. Even going on a treadmill becomes a grace of mitzvah. And you can be getting mitzvahs all day. Even when you're eating and you're going on the treadmill and you're doing other things. On the contrary, if a person goes ahead and eats a steak sandwich just for the sake of the pleasure of the steak sandwich, not towards the endeavor, then it's not, and it was kosher, but at the end of the day, he's doing an Aveira. That's called an Aveira. Which category is a mitzvah? It's a mitzvah like every other mitzvah. But like, which one is it? It's a mitzvah. Doing your, there doesn't mean 613 is 6 billion, the guy says. 613 is only Klolem. 
It's only to teach you. But everything is a mitzvah. Everything is a mitzvah. There are billions. Right? There's no kates. There's no end. Your entire life, if you want to attribute it to a, a verse in the Torah, Bechol derachecha da'ehu vehu yiyashel orchotecha. The Rambam says, is endless this pasuk. It includes all these things that we said. Okay? If you want a verse. You don't need a verse. It's the actual purpose of life. There's a reason why you came here. Right? Very big reason. That's why you make a bracha before you eat. Because when you make a bracha before you eat, you're saying there's a purpose in this food. You gave a purpose. It's part of the endeavor. You understand? The Gemara says that if a person eats without making a beracha, he's stealing. Because we eat meshuchon gavoya kazachu. We're eating from the hev- Hashem's table. That means He gave you the food, no problem. He gave you the food for a purpose. If you take that purpose for yourself, and you just want to have hanor, even if you're not doing an Avera in a transgression of one of the Tariyag mitzvahs, you're doing an Avera. And I'm going to show you sources which are going to blow your mind away of how severe these things are. I'm going to show it to you and I'm going to explain it to you. Because a lot of people, when it comes to Yom Kippur, they make a big fundamental mistake. Fundamental, fundamental mistake. They look at themselves and they say, I'm a pretty good guy. Right? I'm not doing uh, arayas, I'm not doing chel shabbos, I'm not eating treif, I'm not doing keneva, I'm not doing all the severe averas, right? Maybe I'm not a tzaddik gomor, maybe I'm not a chosid, maybe I can do better, but I'm not a sinner. So if I'm not a sinner, and I'm pretty much a regular guy, so what's the whole rash, what's the whole worry of Yom Kippur, you know? And you're getting up there and you're saying, Viduyim and Viduyim. I'm, I'm a pretty good guy, you know. I'm, I'm doing alright. Okay? Now we're gonna see, through various Marmikoimas, that they have a complete mistake in basic fundamentals. Because a person was not created not to sin. Okay? You weren't created not to sin. You were created to achieve. You were created to do. You have a mission. You have a tafkid. So a person who doesn't do, we'll show you by Mekayimus, is considered ra, evil person, even if he doesn't do Averis. Okay? I'm going to show you some Mekayimus in a minute. But before I go into those Mekayimus, I want to first explain something to you, why it's so bad to go into the world of Taiva, without Avera. Taiva, without Avera. What would be like a simple, logical understanding to it, okay? So let's take a marshal. You ready, Rabbi Say? Push it to marshal that we can all relate to, especially if you're married. Okay? So we have this husband and wife, they get married, and they decide together that they want to embark on a tremendous mission and a great endeavor of bringing children to the world and raising them, right? So we could all identify with that goal and it has affinity with us, right? They want to bring kids, 10 kids, whatever. They have that hashkafa. We want to bring a lot of kids to the world. We want to raise them. 
Now, but they also understand that bringing kids into the world costs money. Okay? You gotta feed them. You gotta put clothing on them. You gotta send them for education. You have to pay for the education. Any needs that they have, medical expenses, other help that they need, you gotta take care of these kids. You gotta send them to camp. You gotta everything. You need a house to live in, to raise them in. So at some point you're gonna buy a house. And then you gotta marry them off too. You have to make their bris, their bar mitzvah, their, their chasanas, right? So there's a lot of money that has to be invested in this big project, right? So the husband says, say the job of the husband is to go to work. He goes to work, and he's going to make the money to support the family, and he's even going to make a savings account to put away money to buy a house, and he's going to make a savings account to pay for weddings. Fine. The job of the wife is to spend the money, meaning to to practically put the money into use, right? The husband's not going to the store to buy shopping the food, right? He's not going to the store to buy clothing for the kids. He's not spending the money. Uh, she, he's not managing that money. He's just bringing in the money. He's managing it more in the clully orphan. Saving this, that, but he's bringing in the money. That's the way the operation works. So obviously he has to give his wife some bailas over decision making. She knows what girls need and they need more than one outfit and she hops that and the husband may not hop that and that's why they each have their own shetach of, of doing their thing. Okay, fine. That's what a budget's all about. Okay? Now, this guy's working, he's working to make a living, right? And then, he goes one day and he checks his accounts, and he looks inside his accounts, and he's like, ah, there's no money in here. It's overdrawn. And then he looks in the savings account, and it's also gone. So he's like, what is going on? This operation is not working, Right? So he comes enraged to his wife and he says, where's all the money? I put the monies in the account. You're supposed to spend the money intelligently. Where is it? So she says, what's the problem? I didn't do any Averot with the money. I like to go out to eat breakfast, lunch, supper, manicures, pedicures, I don't know what, extra this, extra that. I'm just spending the money on enjoying life. What's wrong? I'm just enjoying life. I'm not doing a sin. I'm not doing a averah. I'm not, I'm still faithful to the marriage. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just having hanor. What's the problem? Right? So every, every bendas knows that that is the biggest avera that she could do is if we had an endeavor and we had a purpose and we had a direction and then you just went and indulged in the money for the sake of your own pleasure. And because of that, there was no more resources left to do and reach the goal that you tried to reach. Right? So when a guy comes and says, what's wrong? I came to this world, so I'm spending time, you know, chilling. And I'm eating steak sandwiches. And I'm doing it. Well, I didn't do any Avera, Rabbi. What do you want from my life? I didn't do any Avera. That's the biggest Avera. 
Because Hashem put you into the world with a mission, with a purpose. And He gave you resources. He gave you time. Time is a big resource. He gave you energy. Big resource. He gave you youth. Big resource. You're not married yet. Well, you, you just got married and you have one or two kids. You have so much more time, energy, brain space. Yishavadas. You have money. You have, you have everything you need to focus on the job and to use the resources for the job. So what did you say? Oh, time, I got time. Okay, let me use it to go to Chleistish. Cancun Efshel. Lama Zaga Bonagid, you didn't do any Averis. We're not talking about Averis. We are before the world of Averis. We are way before the world of Averis. We're talking about the biggest Aver of all Averis. Which is bigger than Averis. Because you came to produce. You came to do. You came to build. You came to do something. And then... You did nothing. You took it for your own pleasure. That's called a me'ilah. Yemoyel, meshulchan gavoya. It's a geneva. So I'm going to read you a couple of marmikrim. It's very short now because we only have five minutes or four minutes. But it's kedai to go through these things. Very, very important. The first line is the Mesil Sisharim. And the fourth parak, the Mesil Sisharim says a line. V'she'en ra'a gadol. There is no greater evil gotta hear that line from lacking the perfection means you have a job in life to reach this thing called shleimus. so you're not doing Averis you're just not pursuing shleimus. and Masil Sisharim says another line in Masil Sisharim this is in the 6th parak of Masil Sisharim he's talking about Zrizis okay and talking about being lazy. He quotes a Pasuk in Mishlei. Even though he's not doing Averot with his bare hands. He's not destroying the world. Don't think he's far away from one who destroys the world. He's like his brother, he's like the same. Meaning like this. When a person does Averot, he's destroying Hashem's world. He's giving strength to the Sitra He's giving strength to the world of Tumah, right? So a guy thinks, you know what? I'm not doing Averot. I'm not Machal Shabbos. I'm not looking at Arayas. I'm not doing Averot. I'm just lazy. I'm not going to come and, uh, you know, dive in with my full strength. I'm not going to learn. I'm not, I'm not, not on the program of of going ahead and being zariz in Avoida, maybe I'm a good guy. I'm not a mashchis. I'm not destroying Hashem's world. Zil Shem says, no, achul He's the brother of the mashchis. You know why? Because you have a job to do in this world, and part of your job is to be mevatel dera. Being mevatel dera is by making tikkun amidis and tayramits, whatever, it's a whole sugya. But you have a job to do. When you don't do your job, then all those kaychas of tumah have strength. So you're also contributing to the damage in the world. So again, you see the same you say. Coming to the world and not doing what you're supposed to do in the world in itself is equivalent to damaging. I'll give you one more mamakam quickly. This is from the Shari Tshuva. Okay? Shari Tshuva is uh, based on a pasuk, is uh, in Tehillim. And it says, 
למדנו מזה, וזה בחידש. כי מי שאינו עוסק בעשיית הטוב, הוא בכושר סולו. He's not oisik in asiyas atoyv doing good, kindness, chesed. Asiyas toiv ubakoshos hasholom and trying to bring peace amongst people. Hefer yira shomayim. He's a person who is lacking yira shomayim. Vehu min harishayim ki lo yare Elohim. So now that's a new hashkafa. We didn't look at life that way. Okay, I'm not busy doing chesed and toiv and, and mitzvahs and maizim toivim and, uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing averis. I'm not a Russia. I'm not doing averis. I'm not doing a par of guy. He says you're a Russia. So this is like, we have to expound it. Today's not enough time. We'll go tomorrow again. The first step is in any tshuva, in anything is to understand a basic principle. Why are you here? What you are supposed to do. Not doing what you're supposed to do, even if you're not doing any Averis, is a flawed person like Amre. And it comes out that all the resources that you take from life, if you're not using the resources for the reason why you're here, then you stop Geisel from Hashem. And that's the big Avl in the Baltai. Okay, so we'll, we'll continue with this tomorrow.